This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Honey. Now, when you or I want something we don't have, what do we offer in exchange for that thing that we want? That's right, class. The answer is money. Mm -hmm. uh, we work to create goods and or services, and uh, in exchange, we receive money, which can then be exchanged for other goods and or services. And there are sometimes exceptions. You, you might work directly in exchange for something you want with no money involved, like mowing the lawn so your dad drives you to the mall or something like that. Or you <laughs> <All> right, old. <laughs> or, you, or you might exchange one thing for another, like with uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or some shit. Okay, old. But generally speaking, the barter system is in the dustbin of history. Unless you're really, really rich. In which case, why spend money like some commoner when you could instead get what you want in exchange for a horse. I feel like in some ways there has been a curtain that's been pulled back on rich people lately, and we get to see cool stories like money. this. <laughs> disgusting. Why would I give you money? No. Filthy, disgusting money? No, I'm... A pure <laughs> purebred horse. A purebred stallion out there. Yeah. Look how beautiful it is. Look at that. He's still, mm -hmm. still got his balls. Uh, horses as currency is like quintessentially some rich guy shit. And apparently it is further reaching than we could have ever known. There's, uh, yeah, it goes deep. You know, growing up, I just thought it was like, a, if you were rich, that's what dads got their daughters. And that's just based off of TV that I watched as a child. But now you can trade a horse for anything. Yeah. Uh, so for one thing, while most people appreciate and admire horses, uh, most people do not have horses because they are not only expensive to purchase, but also very expensive to care for properly. And most people's living situations simply would not allow for a large thousand pound animal that eats a lot and also needs ample room to run around. Now, there are, of course, horse owners who aren't super rich, but they're probably not directly trading horses for goods and services unless they breed horses for a living or are in a very tough spot financially. Um, or it's a tithing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there's almost a zero, uh, there's almost zero chance that a non-wealthy person is going to offer you a horse in exchange for anything. But for wealthy people, horses are the ultimate currency, the they're, original cryptocurrency. They're recession proof. Yes. They, if anything's proven to be recession proof, definitely horses. Yeah. So we were all first made aware of horse currency a few months back when some old documents were leaked revealing that at least according to a flight attendant who uh, worked on SpaceX's private plane fleet, Elon Musk requested an erotic massage, a.k.a. a tuggy, and offered the flight attendant a horse in exchange. Um, she apparently declined and later was paid $250,000 by SpaceX to keep quiet about the incident. She could buy her own horse. And we found out about it anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, the reaction to this news was, of course, confusion about the whole horse aspect of the story, but also acknowledgement that offering to give someone a horse in exchange for something was it was some real rich guy shit. Makes sense. Yeah. But was this something that other rich assholes also do? Turns out, yes, this is something other rich assholes also do. Yeah, and not just any rich assholes. We're talking about the rich asshole who, from 2017 to 2021, was president of these United States of America. And this is a guy who, as we all know, has a bit of a reputation for not paying his debts, with stories going back decades about how hard it's been for people who do work for Trump, especially lawyers, uh, to get paid for their work. It's a big part of the reason that he's had so much trouble finding good attorneys to represent him in all of his current legal matters. He's a bad client. And a new book by New York Times writer David Enrich uh, called Servants of the Damned, Giant Law Firms, Donald Trump, and the Corruption of Justice tells one very interesting story about Trump trying to get out of paying a debt around 30 years ago. A uh, real trailblazer, this, this guy. Uh, here's The Guardian. 
Describing a lawyer at a white shoe firm who worked for Trump in the 1990s, Enric writes, The bill came to about $2 million and Trump refused to pay. After a while, the lawyer lost patience and he showed up unannounced at Trump Tower. Someone sent him up to Trump's office. Trump was initially pleased to see him. He didn't betray any sense of sheepishness. But the lawyer was steaming. I'm incredibly disappointed, he scolded Trump. There's no reason you haven't paid us. Trump made some apologetic noises. Then he said, I'm not going to pay your bill. I'm going to give you something more valuable. What on earth is he talking about, the lawyer wondered. I have a stallion, Trump continued. It's worth $5 million. Trump rummaged around in a filing cabinet and pulled out what he said was a deed to a horse. <laughs> he handed it to the lawyer. Uh, Enric reports that once he regained the capacity for speech, the lawyer to whom Trump offered a stallion, supposedly worth $5 million, stammered, this isn't the 1800s. You can't pay me with a horse. Uh, there's so many things I love about this. I think that the main one to point out is that you know he just flicked through a few files uh, until it was long enough to where the guy believed he was actually looking for something specific and then pulled out something and was like, well, I've got the deed right here. Yeah. Ah, there it is. As we know, he has done this uh, throughout his presidency in a very public way where he had like stuff stacked behind him because he he likes visual representations yeah, of things. Yeah, even if it's just empty, just yeah. blank pages. Because his followers are simple people. There's, they're farmers. They're people of the land. Well, I mean, horses are so 1990s. You visit, you know, you visit Trump morons. now and, and ask for the money he owes you. He's like, I got something better. Uh, here's the nuclear secrets of a foreign nation. He actually has something worthwhile a, now. Can't put a price uh, on it. But yeah, no, it's and it's totally just a tactic to be like, it's almost like, do you want what's in the mystery box? Yeah. Like, sure, I have my checkbook right here, which is good, by the way. Totally good for it. But, but you could also get something that is far more valuable. Yeah. And so this... And also, this is a lawyer at a New York City law firm who... Not exactly the type of person who's going to fall for Maybe it. a commuter who lives out in maybe like Connecticut or something. Maybe got uh, half an acre, something like that. Very uh, unlikely this man has room in his life for a horse. I guarantee you if he accepted the horse that Trump would have just sent someone down to one of the stables by Central Park and had them just pull some <laughs> carriage horse out. Yeah. Here it is. There the it is. stallion that you $5 ordered. $5 million dollar stallion. <laughs> It just falls over dead from working all day. Yeah. Sad lives, those horses. So clearly this lawyer, despite working for a high-end law firm, wasn't familiar with how deals get done among the rich and powerful. He didn't read the book. The art of the deal. <laughs> this wasn't just some horse. Cretan. <laughs> this was a high pedigree stallion. Braid that thing's tail. Make it look nice for the mm -hmm. lawyer. And uh, you, know, you, you probably don't even know what stallion means, by the way. It means uh, this horse still has its balls, you dingus. Do you know how much... The semen from a $5 million horse goes for? It's white gold. Of course you don't, because you're a simpleton. So no, this fool refused the horse and instead insisted on being paid with the same kind of money that bums beg for on the street. <laughs> oh, you want filthy coins and bills? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't ever end up getting paid in full, because this is Donald Trump we're talking about. And lawyers hate him <laughs> because of this one simple trick. <laughs> This man's been stiffing lawyers for his entire life. And it's so funny that like now at the time when he most needs good legal representation, it is nowhere to be found. He's only he's hiring like just people from the, the fringes of the legal profession. Yeah. Well, you know, for them, it's like. It's a Hail Mary for their legal career. They're doing it literally for exposure. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's that's what the reaches. Here's you've gone the deal. To. No, I'm not going to you're not going to get paid. I mean, I'll say I'll pay you. But, you, you know, you know who I. 
You know how I do things. But your name's going to be in the newspaper, and that's worth more than any money value or horse value you can think of. Mm-hmm. So I think you should go for it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. speaking of Trump and the stuff that he needs lawyers for, uh, this week there was a bit of an update on the kinds of classified documents that he was keeping at Mar-a-Lago illegally before the big mean FBI came and hauled away all those boxes. What are you doing here? There's are merely horse deeds. <laughs> yeah. No, of, all my horse deeds. <laughs> dozens of, would I'm you ruined. like a horse? How about I make you make this disappear? Okay, this one, it's a beautiful, it's not a stallion, it's a gelding. <laughs> not as valuable. Worth about a couple a couple hundred thousand. Look at that mane. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, gotta give it its vitamins so it shines. You yeah, don't you feed it the home. right... When your daughter finds out you turn down this beautiful horse. Oh, she'll never forgive you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in addition to weird sexual blackmail on Emmanuel Macron, he wanted to fuck the queen. That's what we've all figured out by yeah. being online, and he's really upset that she's dead now. Uh, it's also been reported that documents relating to nuclear secrets were being kept at Trump's house. And this week, the Washington Post described more details about mm, exactly what kinds of nuclear secrets we're talking about here. Uh, here's their reporting. A document describing a foreign government's military defenses, including its nuclear capabilities, was found by FBI agents who searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence and private club last month, according to people familiar with the matter, underscoring concerns among U.S. intelligence officials about classified material stash in the Florida property. Uh, this, of course, falls into the sources say category and isn't the kind of thing that the Justice Department would confirm even if it were true. But the Washington Post sources, they are generally uh, pretty well vetted. So. Yeah. This has legs to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the article also says that some of the seized documents are so top secret that even some senior national security officials wouldn't have even known about them. It was just the president, maybe some members of his cabinet, but that's it. Quote, documents about such highly classified operations require special clearances on a need-to-know basis, not just top secret clearance. Some special access programs can have as few as a couple dozen governmental personnel authorized to know of an operation's existence. Records that deal with such programs are kept under lock and key, almost always in a secure, compartmented information facility with a designated control officer to keep careful tabs on their location. But such documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago with uncertain security more than 18 months after Trump left the White House. So, yeah. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Definitely not the kind of information that you just want floating around some dude's house in Florida. In between all of his horse deeds. Mm -hmm. Ah, shit, I thought I grabbed the horse deed. Look, how could I not be confused? They look exactly the same. Yeah, it's not my fault horse deeds look a lot like top secret government documents. How do you think we were getting away with keeping them secret for so long? Mm -hmm. And most of these documents are about where we keep the best horses. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, What's especially interesting about this news, though, is that after seeing those initial reports of nuclear weapons information, most of us assumed it was information about the U.S.'s nuclear technology. But apparently it's about other countries' nukes as well. Uh, And that list of countries is pretty small. So it's kind of, you Uh, know, you could narrow it down. Yeah. uh, The people in about a dozen or so countries, uh, their leaders definitely leaned forward when this news came out. Maybe one in particular. Yeah. Uh, aside from the U.S., there's, of course, Russia, China, France, the U.K., India, North Korea, Pakistan, uh, Belgium, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, and Turkey, and and also Israel, whose nuclear secrets are the most secret of all, since they don't even officially exist. Though everyone knows they definitely do. Yeah, we don't have any nukes here in Israel. As Twitter user Joe Posting, <laughs> Joe Posting wrote... If Trump was selling the details of Israel's nuclear program to the Saudis, it's going to cause a very funny schism between a bunch of terrible people. 
Yeah, and like, I don't know if it, like, this seems like a Kushner move. Because Kushner's the guy that actually got Israel and Saudi Arabia to like, kind of become friends mm-hmm. in a weird way where uh, it's just like the two two uh, powers, two forces of evil that hated each other now now love each other. And um, they're gonna they're willing to set aside the whole holy war thing and uh, you know get things done. Mm. And uh, you know maybe maybe Jared uh, maybe the Saudis they weren't interested until Jared like look, there's no way this doesn't work out for you because look at that, look at that. You know anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. They could be burying the UK's nuclear codes right now with the Queen and her corgis and Paddington Bear. She's so strange. Bury me with Paddington. I don't want Paddington Bear to outlive me. There's a very weird uh, like <laughs> movement of people believing that Paddington Bear is the one that takes you across the River Styx. He is. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Paddington Bear is, of course, dead. And um, in hell. <laughs> he died at the end of Paddington 2. It was very sad. Spoiler yes. alert. Mm-hmm. Um, he was accidentally killed by the London Metropolitan Police. Um, they, they thought he had committed a terror attack, but, you know, bad intelligence. Uh, it was a big, big public snafu. But yeah, yeah. They, they shot Paddington dead. Very sad. Yeah. But he's with the Queen now. He lives now. on in our hearts and he's with the Queen now. And they're both just hanging out with Lucifer Morningstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of the Saudis, uh, wait, before, before we get into the, the next thing, uh, there is this week uh, released an incredible two-hour documentary on PBS about uh, the the false election-stealing narrative from the beginning, like 2015... Up until right now, up until the uh, oh, okay. the commission is this stuff. A front line? It's frontline, and the it has interviews with everyone who has flipped on the Trump administration from inside. Like John Bolton's there, uh, a lot of the people that worked uh, like his interns and stuff like that in the Trump White House, uh, all the way up the ranks. And it is, it's a hard watch because it's it is after living through it specifically, watching it, um, you know, <laughs> compiled down into just. What is essentially just like a, a, a B-roll compilation. Yeah, just a train wreck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's crazy to see what we fucking live through. Yeah. And when you watch it in this way, you're like, oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. Like all the things like seem to happen. It's like the slow boiling thing. Yeah. Um. So if you're if you're feeling up for it, if you think you can emotionally handle it, it is a very important watch. It's also great for your parents. It'd be something great to show them where it's like, look. I know you fucking hate PBS and you think they're the devil for whatever reason because someone told you to. Uh, but look, this is pretty fucking impartial. And they make uh, excellent documentaries. Yeah. Just they, dropped in the middle of the week, Frontline. They release like 20 of them a year. It's incredible. So uh, they actually put it up for free in full on their YouTube. Yeah, so, they do that uh, with most of their content. Yeah. Uh, anyways, now, speaking of the Saudis, 9-11 is coming up. It is coming up. Everyone go down to Subway, get your two for one foot longs. Yep. Get your mattresses down at the mattress store. And, uh, you know what? Do whatever you want. It's it's going to be on Sunday this year. So. Yeah, Sunday, 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 baby. But it has been 21 years since the tragic events of September 11th, 2001. And even with that much time, people still haven't figured out exactly what the hell you're supposed to do on 9-11. Now, it's not a day for celebration. You don't wish people a happy 9-11 unless you're a Twitter user. <laughs> but in fact, it feels almost wrong to enjoy yourself too much on the anniversary of the day when 3,000 people died in a terror attack, permanently altering the course of history. Now, having said that, uh, what a wild weekend it will be for all of the kids who were born on 9-11 who can now go drink at bars. Drinks on me, kid. 
Dude, Bourbon Street, Sixth Street in Austin, all the big, all the big uh, uh, streets and all the major cities, like all the colleges. Imagine like you're born on fucking 9/11. Your life has already been altered from the beginning. Like they should have a little shot glass that's in like an airplane thing, and uh, you, you fly it. But that's what. That's also what I'm getting at here is yeah. that we are now old. We lived through this traumatic event. Yeah, no, it's uh, old enough to understand what was going on. Most young people <laughs> don't remember. The 9-11, they don't remember the time before 9-11. They don't remember being able to just walk up to an airplane. Yeah, it's like when <laughs> I was like 15, it was like, hey, cool dead Kennedy's shirt. They blew his fucking head off, didn't they? Nice shirt, cool, yeah. very awesome. Anyways, I have no connection to this yeah. other than people were very sad about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, most people, they just do try to go about their day on 9-11 without thinking about it too much because honestly, what are you supposed to do? Guess what? This year... It's on Sunday. You got church and football. Your yeah. mind, you're going to be completely not even thinking about it. I scheduled it. Uh, a teeth cleaning session for my dogs on 9-11 because I knew I wouldn't forget. There you go. It'll always yeah. be in your mind, yes. Yeah. And it's worked out so far. Uh-huh. Now, of course, having a day every year that's seared into the collective memory of every American over the age of 25 or so, yeah. but not being able to commercialize it like every other holiday, like we love to do so much here in America... Uh, it's tough for some people to grasp. Probably the most notorious example of someone failing to grasp that 9-11 is not a marketing opportunity was back in 2016 when San Antonio Mattress Store Miracle Mattress released the following advertisement. What better way to remember 9-11 than with a twin tower sale? Right now you can get any size mattress for a twin price. Store-wide sale all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was only 2016, but it feels so much longer ago. And far after... Feels like yesterday to me. Far after the point where it would be like... I don't even know how what what the point of acceptable they were, would be. They, they were testing it. They're like, it's been 15 years. Yeah. Like, how mad are people going to get? Turns out, also, big it, mad. It's 2016. There's a lot more going on right now. Yeah, apparently yeah. not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been six years since Miracle Mattress tried and failed to commercialize 9-11. And with all the negative media attention that that video attracted across the country, you would think that everyone would have learned their lesson. But no, apparently not. Uh, Here's Virginia's ABC 8 News. A country club restaurant in Stafford is facing online backlash after the establishment posted a special menu for Patriot Day this coming Sunday, which featured entirely 9-11-themed dishes and drinks. 7 News ABC in Washington, D.C. reported that the clubhouse in Aquia Harbor in Stafford recently shared a menu for Seafood Sunday, which would be served on September 11th, 2022. The restaurant has daily-themed menus, and this particular selection featured dishes like the First Responder Flatbread, 9-11 Oysters, and Flight 93 Redirect Crab Dip. It started out okay, and then it went off the rails pretty quick. Uh, The club also plans to offer chocolate silk Pentagon Pie for dessert, uh, a key lime-flavored Remember Teeny, and the Never Forget Sampler, featuring a portion of each available dish. Does the Pentagon Pie have, like, a piece already carved out of it? (laughs) Um, The Pentagon Pie, like, um, they, they can't show it to you. Yes. Yeah. You have to eat it with a blindfold on. <laughs> the you idea still, of you the can't see it is the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, nothing gets me hungry for seafood. Like thinking of the thousands of people who died horrible deaths exactly 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. How many people was it that died again? Oh, yeah. It's right there in the name of the clam chowder. 2977 chowder named for the 2,977 victims of 9-11. Yum. <sighs> who else is hungry? 
Anyways, yes, backlash was unsurprisingly swift and brutal, and the restaurant's manager issued a heartfelt apology on Facebook, saying, I apologize for those I offended with the 9-11 Seafood Sunday post. My intention was to bring attention to the horrific day 21 years ago. Buddy, we're aware. To honor those who lost so much, as well as those who gave everything that day. We will have a new theme tomorrow. We're not even getting rid of it. We've already made all the chowder. But look, all they had to do was be like, you're right, we'll just give firemen and medics a discount for the day. Uh, What about cops? No, why, fuck, why do you hate the police? No, fuck them. <laughs> in blue line. Uh, so in case you're wondering, the new theme is football. Champs chowder, hot defense dip, field goal flatbread, coin toss chocolate pie, fumble flounder, offense oysters, and the touchdown teeny. See, that was easy. I This restaurant, so I guess they do this every Sunday, and you'd think a place that renames their menu every weekend would be better at coming up with names. Why don't they do it British-themed in honor of the Queen? Maybe they should change it again, yeah. New information has come to light. I was feeling today, you know, with all the fun that everyone had on Twitter yesterday, uh, that I feel like we're going to get payback on Sunday from the Brits. They're just going to be, they're going to be using 9-11 to crack jokes. But no, but that's the thing, again, like, unless you were personally affected by 9-11, and that's a lot of people. A but, lot, yeah. But it, in the grand scheme of things, not really. Um, and even those people... It's a, a somber, quiet day. Like, they're not out in the fucking streets, like, wailing like fucking Kim Jong-un just died. Unless they're fighting for the Which government again, to pay for their, for their uh, health care. That's one of the funnier things that's been pointed out. It's like, when Kim Jong-un died, like, the footage oh, of the, the people... Oh! Yeah, that was, like, passed around on TV news in the UK and America. It's just like, well, this country is clearly a fucking cult. Look at these people, like, losing their minds over this, like their leader dying and it's like the same fucking thing is happening in britain right now and uh if you disrespect it at all how dare you you you're so heartless um but yeah yeah try it uk give it a shot i don't think you'll find any takers yeah i think people will just be like huh cool thank you yeah i mean i i was born on the west coast we were joking about 9-11 on 9-12 because children are sociopaths and we were like the furthest point possible from where this all went down it just yeah. did not touch our lives directly in any way like i said george bush was uh a mile away from me yeah so you do the, have a, a, a weird the personal air, connection air force too. one was uh literally at our airport a mile from me uh my mom was like right there it was uh yeah it was pretty crazy we all went outside and watched air force one take off and now there's a plaque there at that local airport wow so, uh, so fuck all you. Yeah. Fuck the UK, you, you, you bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, same delicious seafood at this 9-11 themed restaurant, <laughs> except now you got to put Football up with the... food, or hopefully they've changed it to queen themed food now, because yeah. it would be pretty disrespectful not to. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's still, as far as we know, edible. Yeah, I, it looks okay. But speaking <laughs> of terrorism, if you're still on the fence about ISIS for some reason, here's some news from the <laughs> Wall Street Journal that's... Gonna finally convince you how evil they are. Yeah, this yeah. is another thing where if you didn't live through it, if you didn't think you were going to personally get kidnapped in the middle of the night and beheaded on YouTube and Live Leak, it's hard not to make What's fun of. What's the problem? ISIS never called me a weeaboo. 
Yeah. Uh, here's the Wall Street Journal. A simple digital card praising Islamist militants for an attack on a Taliban position in Afghanistan last month is the first known non-fungible token wow. created and disseminated by a terrorist sympathizer, according to former senior U.S. intelligence officials. It is a sign that Islamic State and other terror groups may be preparing to use the emerging financial technology to sidestep Western efforts to eradicate their online fundraising and messaging, they said. The NFT, visible on at least one NFT trading website entitled IS News Number One, bears Islamic State's emblem. It was created by a supporter of the group, likely as an experiment to test a new outreach and funding strategy for ISIS, the former officials said. Regulators and national security officials have expressed concern about the potential for terrorists to exploit new financial technologies and markets, including NFTs. Quote, it was only a matter of time, said <laughs> Yaya Fanusi, a former economic and counterterrorism analyst at the Central Intelligence Agency. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. It's all been working towards this, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. All of the NFT shit. This is the one, the one practical use of NFTs is uh, funding uh, heavily sanctioned foreign terror organizations. Mm -hmm. But it, as we've seen, I mean, maybe this is a, a better way for the tracking of said because it's like what well, we hey that nft changed hands we should just see what else is in that wallet i don't know i don't know but yeah basically if you own an nft you are a terrorist sorry <laughs> that, that's what it boils down to yeah that's what it boils down to me mm -hmm. i didn't read that too closely but i think it says that anyone who is an nft owner uh is basically an isis you're so. technically mining for the uh, blockchain that supports yeah. it. Yeah. Now, we do have headlines coming up for you in just a second. But first, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Have a packed schedule this fall? Well, HelloFresh has meals covered with a weekly selection of 30-plus recipes and 70-plus convenience items all delivered to your door. HelloFresh is here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier and a lot more delicious. Their quick and easy meals, including 20-minute meals, low prep, and easy cleanup options, take the stress out of mealtime with time-saving, no-fuss recipes ready in a snap. And just FYI, HelloFresh also owns Green Chef. They've also sponsored this show. They're both great. We love the amount of options between the two of them. Yeah, we're big fans of HelloFresh's quick and easy recipes, which of course only require the use of one pan and can be done in as quick as 20 minutes. This week, they're offering their Hall of Fame sweet chili pork and cabbage stir fry with crispy fried onions, as well as their sesame soy beef bowls with shredded carrots, buttery rice, and sriracha mayo. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and use code WeeklyWeird16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and code WeeklyWeird16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. And this episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, that Honey button appears and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, we've used, we use it all the time. Uh, basically, anytime I shop, and I even have it on my iPhone now, so it'll pop up and I'll be like, oh, I completely forgot. 
if I'm shopping on my phone, I don't remember that it's there. Yeah. And uh, you'll get 10, 15, sometimes 20% off or maybe even some free shipping. And that adds up That's as well. That's always nice. Yeah. yeah. Honey doesn't just work on your desktop. It also works, as I said, on the iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and you save on the go. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. And by getting it, uh, you'll be doing yourself a solid, of course, but also supporting this show. We wouldn't recommend something we don't use, so get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash weird. That is joinhoney.com slash weird. All links and info is in the description below. All right, now time for the headlines half of the show where the, the stories are all right there. Yeah. Right in the headlines. <laughs> uh, starting with, pilot charged after stealing plane and threatening to crash into Mississippi Walmart. Well, this, landed this, safely. The 9-11 uh, legacy. Yeah, it's, well, it, this is more closely to the, uh, what did they call him, like Skybro in off the coast of Seattle that was flying yeah, through? Yeah, at, the... at least this guy lived. Um, well, this guy had experience, right? Uh, he'd like taken a class, I think. Yeah. I don't think he, he heavily damaged the plane landing it, but at least he landed. But on the other hand, the, the other guy did loops. The Skybro guy did something uh, that even professional lifelong pilots said should have been physically impossible. He did a fucking barrel roll in a commercial passenger jet. Yeah. Successfully. And didn't want to hurt anyone else and landed in like what? Some in an, like uh, an island. One of the songs. Uh, in the Puget Sound. Yeah, or sounds. Yeah. yeah. Songs, sounds, all the same. Uh, but yes, this guy, he was uh, like, the whole point was threatening to crash it into a Walmart, yeah, right? Yeah, and they haven't figured out like his motive or anything yet. Um, I would guess some sort of mental uh, break, but what did this specific Walmart do to him? Or was he targeting the Walmart because it's a symbol, much like how the terrorists targeted the World Trade Center? Because <laughs> it's a symbol. Look. Because an attack on one Walmart is an attack on every Walmart. I try. United we shop. Very hard to not make fun of the entire middle of the country as much as possible. I've, I've seen it all. I've been there. Yeah. I, grew up, I grew up, Florida's not the same, but look, I get it. You but take out one Walmart, the town is going to starve to death that's after the like thing. a day. In Mississippi, that's Walmart the one is, store. And it's the, it's the one thing you can see from the plane, too. Yeah. It's bright. It's a big symbol. People spend their entire weekend just sort of walking around Walmart because yeah. there's nothing else to fucking do. It, well, why would you need to go anywhere it's like, else? It's all right yeah, here Yeah, I got Walmart. a clan meeting at 8, but before then, I've got about 8 hours to kill. But this is like, uh, so after 9-11, I can't remember how far after it was, but everyone was like freaked out because in Tampa, a, a you know, small little passenger plane did a, did a little... Oh, I remember that. that was but like, it was like, bink. Yeah, that was some, like, was that a kid? I think so. It I like, think it was younger, a younger person. Yeah, he was, like, a teenager, I think. But and, it was, like... And, like, crashed into an office building. And it didn't do anything like because... A, it was, like, a week after 9-11. And, yeah, it, like, took out, like, one window. Like, it, it didn't even explode. I think he still died. But, like... Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. When you heard about it, you're like, oh, God, here we go again. And they're like, oh, here's a picture. I'm like, okay, well... Not so bad. Not exactly the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, next headline, though. America's COVID toilet paper hoarders had an unintended effect booming sales of Japanese toilets. And we're all better for it, right, folks? Yeah, this just add this to the pile of, uh, you know, things we were right about way ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. um, feel like it was like the first week of COVID. We're like, you guys, listen up. Get the bidets now. You get your bidet while you can. You're, you're not going to regret it. The you're going to be running around all week trying to find a, a single roll of toilet paper when the truth is you don't really need any toilet paper. The only real problem with a bidet you will miss it when you don't have access to it. That is true. Oh, you got to poo in public? What oh, a jeez. What a nightmare. Oh, oh, sorry, disgusting. I have to go home after this and uh, shower my ass. Yeah. 
So uh, this is great. This is great news. This, great is, news. this means a lot more people are walking around clean instead of just smearing shit all over this themselves. This is a, a great cultural shift. Uh, American culture has been trending downwards, except for this one thing. In this one way, we are actually improving upon ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're bettering ourselves. Yes. And Thank we need God. To, we need to keep doing it. Yeah. Pressure everyone you know into having clean butts. Yeah. Make fun of, uh, you know, shame them. Yeah. Like, oh, you wipe you your ass with toilet paper? Ass. <laughs> Disgusting. A Canadian citizenship ceremony was delayed after officials were confused whom to swear allegiance to following Queen Elizabeth II's death. Yeah, this is like right as she died. Like they were in the middle of the, the ceremony. Just turn you, the TV off. And uh, they got the news and they're like, fuck, what do, what do we do? So they, they, I guess they eventually figured it out. King Charles III. Although that's kind of interesting because because the, you know, the British Empire, still kind of an empire, not as much, but uh, I think in Ireland, he's like King Charles, but like a different number. And I think it might be the same in like Wales and Scotland because mm-hmm. they've ha- previously had a different number of Charleses. It's fucking stupid. The whole thing's stupid. Get rid of it. Like um, I said. I d- I'll believe it when I see it, but I did see the, the reporting today that like Char- one of Charles's things is going to be shrinking the monarchy or something. It's like, I will believe it when I see it. I mean, he doesn't seem that into the whole thing. None of them do. Yeah. Maybe Prince William. uh, Yeah, William William is, he's like taking up the mantle of being like the sort of the guy in the spotlight and like his wife clearly is like also pretty into it. You know, like. Um, But like also it's still, I mean, it's if he does end up with it and like Charles doesn't look so good for I mean, he's old as shit. Yeah, he's himself, and I don't know if he's and a man. They, 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 yeah. they, the, the age average. Have you is seen down. his fingers? They look like fucking sausages. That's what I was talking about yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, it looks painful. Yeah, like he looks like he has a ring on there that. It can't looks like come if off. you poked him, it would go like. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, William might get the the throne faster than you think, and I don't know if that happens. There'll probably be more along the lines of like the royal families in like Scandinavia and Spain, where it's just like way less of a role. It's just like this thing that everyone's too lazy to like actually get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like, look, you know, people would be aware of it. Yeah. But it wouldn't be a person who's in any kind of control or like taking money from you to like... Yeah, like, and I I believe the the monarchs in Scandinavia, like they have jobs. Like they, I think they're they're still on some sort of, uh, you know, public benefits program, which is fucked up. But like, I, I, they all, I mean, they have such great connections that, they, yeah, they're all like working in finance. And you see the like queen that. got a job? They had her on all those McDonald's uh, ordering screens. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They love her there. She's on every billboard. Mm-hmm. So. I, my favorite picture of that billboard was, uh, it was like on an empty street between like a food bank and a fucking like gambling center. It was just like, cool. There it is. England in one shot. Mm-hmm. Billy Mitchell says his doctor won't see him because of Donkey Kong cheating allegations. Jesus Christ. It's a great documentary. Yeah, King of Kong, one of the best documentaries ever made. Um, And yeah, so I I think we covered this years ago. This is like four or five years ago, but he was accused of cheating. Uh, He had this big scandal with Twin Galaxies, the company who keeps track of all these like old fucking arcade game scores. Mm -hmm. And uh, Twin Galaxies stripped him of his titles. And so he's suing them now for, like, damage to his reputation. And there's a whole section in his lawsuit. He's like, so I went to go see my doctor I've been seeing for 30 years, and he refused to see me. He kicked me out. 
He's like, I won't, I won't treat a cheater. Billy, I respected you for what your accomplishments were. And now I come to find out it was, it was all, it was all a big mirage. Good luck getting money out of that company. We've been to their office. It's already burned somewhere. Well, they're owned by like, they're like a, a sub, 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 sub company of like, I don't even know. That brand just gets like passed around. Yeah, it was a production company when we went over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not really like, I think they, they someone bought them and tried to turn Twin the Galaxies into like a Twitch channel. But like, I mean, before that, and I assume now, again, it was just like two guys who just would like fly out to random arcades and, yeah, like, and monitor and just yeah, watch yeah, you yeah. play the game and be like, okay, cool. He beat the score. Yeah. We're going to go put it on our little website. Like, it's that's it. So, well, but you could argue that he sold more hot sauce than he ever would have done without the movie coming out. Because it's yeah. not like everyone, more people like a good documentary than like following the high scores of, you know, decades old video it's games. It's a very small niche. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy selling the hot sauce. Enjoy the villain role. Live it. And you're fine. And I'm sure this was like a thing where like the doctor maybe gave him some shit about it. And he's like, my doctor won't even look at me. He won't even look at me. I mean, yeah, he does have a very easily bruised ego based on his, uh, you know, portrayal in this in the aforementioned documentary, which, again, one of the best documentaries ever made. We got a kill screen coming up. Kill screen coming. Mm -hmm. His little fucking Steve. Uh, yeah, his guy like, like follows him around. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's basically like Stevie from Eastbound and Down. But yeah, or the Billy kid from Mitchell. Recess that tattles yeah. on everyone. So fucking good. Yeah. Uh, two people were moved from U.S. Open quarterfinals after one gave the other a haircut in the stands. It's a very cool video. Love seeing it. Yeah, that's. I mean, he had the he had the the cape, the smock. What do you call it? The the sheet that you put around. He, yes. He was giving. He was touching him up. Um, clearly knew what he was doing. Don't and, say anything uh, wrong with it. Oh, you're not allowed. Oh, you can't give a haircut in the stands at the U.S. Open. Like, okay, well, what can you do? Yeah. Why am I even here? Yeah. Thought this was America. This is why people don't like tennis. Yeah. You think you're better than everyone else. Look, I had, people, I had to people, make a choice. Haircut or tennis? Someone like literally had sex at well, some baseball game. The Oakland A's. Yeah, the Oakland A's. And then someone, it was like the next day, someone copycatted it as well. Yeah. yeah. People are fucking in MLB games. You yeah. can't, can't even get a, give your buddy a haircut well, at a tennis match. To be fair, if you want privacy in Oakland, the one place to go is the athletic stadium. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> it's the only place where you can have some peace and quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no one's going to watch him. Video appears to show Boris Johnson taking part in police raid of man's home during final days in office. So yeah, this is what he apparently... Um, While he still has some like prominence there, he's just like, you know what I'd always love to do. Yeah. So this was before the queen died. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we were wondering what Boris been up to. Uh, he apparently did a, he did a fucking ride along with like a, a SWAT team. And he's like vested up. Like it, it's someone captured this on TikTok. Like the guy whose house is being broken into for like, I don't know, suspected like... <laughs> drug possession or something is like recording it and like the door gets bashed open and it's all these cops and then just the fucking prime minister boris floppy haired johnson what, over what there is this like, muppet doing breaking into my house hello good morning it's me your prime minister you're under arrest it's, it's fucking surreal you would have assumed that he was on like some prank show like yeah. on the bbc or something what is happening um but uh you know good for boris keep him busy uh back on the bike boris <laughs> yeah i'm sure i wonder what he's gonna do now I'm going to write my memoirs. I mean, I guess he's... Has he said whether he'll stay in the, well, the House of Commons? Considering he's, like, pulling in favors to go on ride-alongs with the SWAT team, busting people, I would say that he's starting his Walter White arc. Yeah, maybe. 
Who would suspect the Prime Minister of <laughs> cooking near-perfect methamphetamine? That would be absurd. <laughs> I heard he might move to the U.S. because he is... Hell a, yeah. He was born here. He's a dual citizen. Hell yeah. Dude, Boris, we have so much stuff to do here. Boris... Yeah. No, that actually makes sense. Boris moved to either like New York or L.A. and just do some like real housewives shit. Yeah. Well, either that or like... It, uh, God, now I'm just pitching the actual show Idiot Abroad, but like sending <laughs> Boris Johnson to like like national parks or something to learn about yeah. like geysers. Yeah. Just but send, that's literally Idiot Abroad. Send Boris Johnson just like everywhere that Anthony Bourdain ate at. <laughs> just to ruin it. Oh, too spicy. Love the clip oh, of too uh, spicy. Anthony Bourdain not wanting to toast yeah, like, to, the, to queen. the queen. He's just like, fuck No, you. fuck the aristocracy. <laughs> He's just like visibly so mad. And also that that clip isn't even he wasn't even in England. He was in fucking Canada. So he was like extra just disgusted. He's like, what what is Ugh. I thought the Canadians were cool. What you is see this? The other clip uh, going around where like uh they're at a junket and it's like Cillian Murphy. I'm Irish actually. Like mean mugging Prince Harry. No, yeah. no, this is a different one. He did that one. Or Prince William. Yeah, where he shakes his hand and he's just like mean mugging him. But there's another one where the guy's like, So you guys are both British, and he's like, ah, ah, ah I'm <laughs> Irish. Yeah. He's a good lad. Yeah. Love Killian. Uh, Russians keep mysteriously falling from windows to their deaths. Uh, it's, it's very mysterious. The water, yeah. Uh, also, there was one... Uh, look, maybe it's not suspicious. I'm just... Anytime I see news from, like, like Russian people dying uh, suddenly and mysteriously, I'm like, maybe something's going on. There was, like... Uh, all these hikers, they just uh, they disappeared. I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. The helicopters, they couldn't make it over that way. Uh, we don't know. Anyways, that's like 10 no people No big gone. deal. Anyway, we are winning in Ukraine, yeah. baby. Your kids, they haven't called you from front lines because they're so busy winning. But uh, they'll let you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people falling out of windows in Russia. Um, could be natural. Could be defenestration. My favorite word in the English language. It's literally a, a word meaning thrown from a window. Defenestration. You'd think they'd try a new tactic after being caught doing it so many times. Well, their old tactic was uh, like radioactive poisoning. Yes. Or they ner- did do. They were the speaking of Walter they, White. They, they po- did the ricin thing uh, at one point. They did that. Uh, they did the Novichok uh, nerve agent, mm-hmm. um, and then they were just leaving it. Just leaving it around in random places in the UK and uh, poisoning uh, just innocent people who happened to stop and like see what it was. Yeah, crack a few eggs. Uh, yeah, they they're very creative with their kills. Mm-hmm. Got to give them that. But you, you know, you got to hand it to them. The de- what what is it? Uh, defenestration. Defenestration. Quick, simple. Yeah, sends a message. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it could have been anything, but if you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, your electric car could run on crabs one day. Wow, this is very exciting. Yeah. It actually is very exciting. They're powered by death because they do start doing the dances yeah. to produce the energy. You open the hood and it's just like They're a just thousand dancing. crabs. Dancing. Ah, geez, Kissinger must have died. Hydroelectric crabs. Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually... So, uh, you know, the biggest problem with electric cars and just batteries in general is they're highly toxic. And everyone's like, okay, if we if everyone drives an electric car, what happens to these fucking batteries? Also, the materials to make these batteries are uh, dangerous and uh, they're not very clean to mine. But they figured out that they could eliminate a lot of that by just like throwing a bunch of crabs in a blender and extracting uh, some chemical from them that uh, is biodegradable that does a lot of the same shit. It's like crab adrenochrome. Yeah, basically. It's just like it's some chemical in their shells 
And this is especially good because we have all those like invasive crab species on the upper northeast coast that no one wants. They, 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 people don't eat them. They, the blue crab or green crab. Anyway, just grab all those, throw them in a fucking <laughs> uh, food processor and dump it in your car and boom. You're welcome, Elon Musk. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. No need for the CIA. Look, we don't need the lithium anymore. Mm-hmm. We got it. Yes. Leave Bolivia alone, please. Well, that's some good news. Yeah. There, well, not for the crabs, but uh, yeah, well, for everyone fuck else. Fuck <laughs> uh, Nigeria seizes thousands of donkey penises that were being smuggled to Hong Kong. Hong Kong in shambles. Oh, we were really waiting on those oh. thousands of donkey penises. Things were starting to turn around. Yeah, uh, I guess, you know, it's it's the same reason, like, all the most Is noble... It for, like, it's for medicine or some shit. Vitality or Yeah, what? like all the fucking most noble species of animals in Africa are fucking extinct. It's because, like, people in China... Want boners? Really want... Yeah, just, like... I heard if you, uh, you know, the rarer the rhinoceros, uh, the the stronger the erection you get from their, their horn. Um, but, yeah, donkey penises. I guess, uh, yeah, Nigeria, all these donkey farmers are realizing they could make more money by just cutting off their donkey's dicks and selling them to Hong Kong or China than what their usual purpose of a donkey is. And uh, it's, it's got the Nigerian donkey economy in shambles. They're trying to put a stop to this donkey, donkey dong trade. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, good. good. So, this does, is more, more good news. Yeah, thank Seized. God. And final headline, Chinese man gets trapped aloft in hydrogen balloon for two days, traveling 200 miles. He was trying to collect pine nuts from a tree. <laughs> Uh, I guess I, I, I guess that is a much easier way to collect pine nuts from a tree than actually climbing it. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant. I'm like, oh my, my little balloon, and like you know, it's safely tied to the ground down there. And oh, well, okay, now it's not. Back to not tying school. Anyway, how do I don't I have no idea how to control this thing. How do I make it go down? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah, he was flying around for two days, just like hello. <laughs> I mean, it's got a beautiful... Like, oh, look, a balloon! <laughs> so wave. Hi! Help! He's waving! Wave back! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to suck, but, like, you know, after you're rescued, you you look back on it uh, with a positive kind of reflection, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to anyone I pissed or shit on while I was in that tiny well, balloon Well, it's basket. only two days. Yeah. It's only two days. Pee in the basket, live with it. Uh, but no, I'd be pissing all over the place. Yeah. Maybe it would get someone's to attention. To send a message. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I'm going to come up there and kick that guy's ass. Yeah. Please, come get me. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucks, but uh, good for him. Good, yeah. What a journey. Mm-hmm. A fun journey. It'll make a great movie over in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. If you haven't already, please check out our other videos from this week. We have our... Uh, our, uh, well, our we coverage paid of, our respects to the queen. We, we did. We paid properly. our respects. Uh, it was we were trying to cover. Don't worry, darling. But the yeah. queen just shoved her way in. We get she yeah preempted. Also, everything else. Th- did you? See, I, it was a funny meme, but apparently it's also true that uh, what is it? Trisha Paytas had her baby. That like three minutes. Elizabeth after the, has been reincarnated, and as, he, she named it Elizabeth. Oh my god! At least that's what I saw. In the wow, meme. wow, it's pretty big. God, the queen is so lucky. Two amazing lifetimes. Yeah. One just started. She's basically the queen of America now. (laughs) The queen's going to be a vlogger soon. Yeah. A kid vlogger. 
which we all have to look forward to. Yeah. Anyways, uh, now the videos are up there that we have our uh, In Remembrance episode uh, and then our episode about the Tesla hunger strike. So there you go. Uh, a fun week. Check both of those out. Subscribe to the channel. If you're feeling frisky, click the join button or just leave a comment and a like. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.